Guys, you're listening to R.E.D., the everyday podcast for the everyday man. Guys, I'm taking this time to give a shout out to Anchor by Spotify. Anchor by Spotify sponsors uh, this podcast. How can you get in touch with them? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What you can also do is look at Anchor for using and creating your own podcast platform. How can you do so? Simple as one, two, three. Free of charge, get a high-quality microphone, and start recording. So grateful for Anchor. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be coming to you guys weekly. So come to RED Podcast. Learn, listen, and love what you hear. Don't forget, sponsored by Anchor.fm. Download Anchor app. Peace out. You are now tuned in with Dr. E, entertainment inspired by R.E.D. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man. Guys, we're back. We're back with another awesome, exciting episode of R.E.D. It's the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday People. And uh, it's just good to be back here with you guys. Uh, I have really appreciated all of the love and support that I've been getting uh, from you guys. So we have the uh, Instagram platform that's really doing well. Uh, recently, we joined TikTok with some uh, music videos from uh, my musical when I was in high school. And then we have some Facebook videos and, and posts that are really uh, circulating through the internet, getting a lot of feedback from people. and. Uh, yeah, really, uh, really appreciate that. It's uh, it's always nice to entertain people on this platform, and that's what RED is about. Um, this podcast was created uh, to entertain persons, but at the same time, you come learn, listen, and then you love uh, what you hear, and that's what this platform is all about. So we're happy that you guys can log on to listen, happy that you guys will be able to see us uh, live with videos uh, coming in November. And a lot of exciting things uh, that we have in store for you guys. So there have been a few questions that have come my way in connection with who I am as a person, what I'm like, what I what I dislike. And so it's going to be an interesting episode. But we're also going to uncover uh, some things that made me uh, the person that I am today. And so that way you guys can get to know a little bit uh, more about the person behind the R. And uh, that will really uh, begin to... Uh, develop a nice storyline here. So uh, let's start with my week. So the week was very, how do I say this? The week was very, it was very efficient. I, I did, you know, a good a week's work, I think. Um, because my, my model in life, when it comes to things, is, is really Hakuna Matata. And it does mean no worries, but it also means in a sense that you have to be true to yourself. And so for me, when I go to work, you know, I have a focus, I have a, I have a purpose. And so I, I do the work, I keep to myself, I get it done, I entertain people, I'm myself. So when people see me at the job, there is a vibrance that they are more or less going to get or receive from me. And that's just because that's just who I am as a person. And sometimes it's hard for me to dial that back, which I have to admit that I'm working on. But there are other times when I realized, you know what, I'm glad that I'm like this because I see the benefit and it's making people happy. So it uh, it was a long week. I felt like this week definitely dragged on, but I'm feeling great. You know, we are on our 12th episode, going on our 12th episode uh, very soon. Well, actually, at the point that you'll be uh, listening to this podcast, I think it'll be episode number 13. And so... It's it's really exciting to have that nice audience uh, to be able to share all of these experiences with you guys, uh, some of the moments with the guys RED, and just a few uh, other things that have have made this podcast so extraordinary, so unique, and so different from other platforms. Um, there have been uh, a, a lot of positive feedback out there from you guys. I just have to thank you for that. So remember. Don't forget to go on to Spotify, rate this podcast, love it, uh, 
listen to it, embrace it, make this podcast your own, and you'll find great, great encouragement on the RED platform. Those stars are going to continue to push us up right now. And Apple, when you type in RED, we come right to the top. So that means people are listening. It's circulating uh, like the circle of life is going around and around. And people are really, really enjoying it. And I could not thank you guys enough for it. So RED, it it began uh, with me and, and, and two other persons. And uh, that's kind of where RED comes into play. It's my initials and, and the two other friends of mine. Although they're, they're not the creators of the podcast and they're not on it all the time. I feel like there were a lot of things that I learned uh, from from dealing with them. Uh, for example, in 2017, I got on the airplane for the first time. Now, as a as a black man, flying and and and, and things of that caliber, totally not interested in. But I had no choice, and so I took my first plane ride. I got the wings from United Airlines. I mean, this is before obviously they were dragging uh, people off the airplanes. That was an interesting clip that circulated through the internet, but it was a nice experience. I experienced my first road trip uh, in connection with these guys. And that really uh, started to to help me to develop who I was going to continue to be in life. Um, there were just a lot of things uh, I proposed to that, which made me the type of person that I am today. I mean, uniqueness. I feel like all of the experiences that I have to share with you guys on this platform are a form of a uniqueness. It is an experience that may be familiar to other people and other people may have gone through those same things, but the reality is they're unique because I'm unique. And so I have to share those things with you guys on this episode, this very unique and, and special episode of R.E.D. Um, I want to personally dedicate this episode uh, to my younger brother. Uh, he is an extraordinary person, a very extraordinary person, and uh, so much to share with you guys on, on him as a person. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be quite the episode. So, uh, for those of you who are on the sensitive side, you might want to. Grab your box of tissues because we're going to get real on this episode of R.E.D. Uh, for those of you who are just more silent in your emotions than, uh, you know, those who are listening in the group, just give them their space because we're going to get uh, real. So uh, let's begin uh, with the story. So I have this friend and uh, he and I are really, uh, really good friends. Uh, he considers himself to be a nice person. Uh, and I would like to say. <laughs> that we have been friends for a really long time, me and this this person, and uh, very outgoing in, in spirit. Uh, he enjoys he enjoys the occasional uh, fooling around, goofing around, etc. But overall, he is a really a decent guy. He tries to help people. He tries to uh, make sure that everyone feels comfortable when they're in his presence, and that's what kept he and, and my friendship so strong over the years, his desire uh, to please other persons. And, and like any other human, there are challenges. Um, he does have his moments when it does get difficult and it does become uh, a bit hard in some aspects. But overall, I consider him to be a very nice guy, a very nice guy. Well, some years ago, uh, something uh, happened on this planet that touched uh, millions of people. In fact, according to Google, 6.57 million people were affected and dis and, and were killed uh, because of this, this thing that transpired. Uh, we're talking about COVID-19. We are talking about the deadly silent killer COVID-19. And the interesting thing about it is I'll never forget uh, where I was when COVID-19 I started to unfold. I was at work and it was March of 2020. And they told me, they said, we're going to take a break. And what's going to happen is it's only going to be two weeks tops. You're going to take the break until this blows over. And then we're going to come back to work. Well, two weeks turned into several long months and, and we don't have to uh, go through it again. But 
you know, just uh, for those who may have been asleep during that two-year tragedy, there was a shutdown. A, a lot of things were shut down, almost everything that uh, uh, people cherish today, movie theaters, malls, um, you, you name it. it. It was just a unique, unheard experience that it touched the entire globe. I mean, I just remember uh, celebrities were stuck at home. They had to cancel movie shoots. They had to cancel modeling gigs. They had to cancel uh, reality shows to be able to compensate for this pandemic. And so that was unique. And so I, I you never anticipate where things are going to go or how bad they're going to get in life. That That's just one thing that you cannot anticipate. And so when, when this pandemic took place and, and these things were happening and unfolding, you know, the, the ideal thing to do is to hold on to your family. Now, for those of you who don't like your families out there, we're sorry. But if you don't like your families, try to really, uh, if they're reasonable, of course, and they're willing to, to work with you, try to get close to your family because family is really, it's just a unique gift. It's, it's a unique gift if you choose to view it that way. And you'll find with patience, time, a true a true family, you know, there's ups and downs, but the reality is a family's always going to be there. So you can't pick them, you can't choose them, but you can choose how you treat them and how you deal with how they treat you. Uh, let's be realistic. Every family is not going to be great. It's not going to be close. It's not going to be like an episode of Seventh Heaven or One Tree Hill but a family is going to be there regardless of whether you love them, hate them, like them, or just choose uh, to tolerate them. So anyways, uh, going back to, you know, our, our just our theme of our story, you know, that was a big deal when things shut down. That was a very, very, very big deal uh, in connection with COVID-19 and millions uh, were affected by it. And so I've just been doing a lot of meditating myself. Uh, thinking about that friend that I mentioned earlier. And one of the things is a lot of persons did not receive the comfort from COVID-19. And now that things are going back to, or I should say forward to uh, the way they were prior to the pandemic, there are still challenges. There are still uh, unique emotions that have not been uncovered. Uh, for example, uh, perhaps you're someone out there who, who lost someone to COVID-19. Uh, At that time of the pandemic, it was it was new. It was hard to process. And doctors were overworked and unaware. And hospitals were maxed out. And on the news, everywhere you looked, they were complaining or broadcasting COVID-19. COVID-19. Today, the numbers are up. Today, the numbers are low. And mentally... That is draining for any person. It, it, it's draining to, to constantly hear the news bombarding you with, with these statistics about COVID-19. So I did keep in touch with that friend as best as I could, as best I could uh, during that difficult time. Um, uh, we, we, we tried our best to stay uh, true to ourselves, uh, me and this friend. And so I'll never forget, uh, there was a situation that developed in which, uh, he had a relative that was ill a couple of weeks prior to the pandemic. And he knew that this person was going to pass away and he called her, you know, he called her and he told her that he loved her and she passed away. She, she passed away. I want to say about the next day. He called her, say, hypothetically, he called her on a, a Monday and she passed away on a Tuesday. And he and his family were separate. They were taking the social distancing precautions. They were wearing their masks. They were uh, sanitizing those hands, those feet, those socks or whatever. But the challenge was that sometimes you'll find in life that our best efforts uh, may not always be recognized. There are times in life where we do our best and it just doesn't work out. And you know what, guys? That's okay. If that is your circumstance for whatever it is you're doing, perhaps you like a girl at school or perhaps you're trying to get that promotion on the job. Sometimes 
your best endeavors are not going to be met with your expectations. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, some would call that simply life. And so uh, his uh, great grandmother passed away. And so him and his family, they had no choice. They were put into a circumstance in which they had to figure out how they were going to treat uh, her remains or what was left of her at that point. And that was a very difficult time because of the circumstance that the family found themselves in. Do we meet? Do we not meet? Well, we have to figure out what to do as a family because we have to have uh, funeral arrangements in connection with uh, this this relative. So they get together, not realizing that uh, great granny had COVID-19 as well. And so because things were so fresh and so new at the time, the police uh, were not giving them the proper assistance or guidance because they, they didn't know what they could do. And then the, the, the body there for the grandmother, uh, she had to remain in the home. So she passed away in the home of her daughter, the great grandmother, and she had to be there with them for several, several hours. And that was a really, a really big deal. It was a unique deal. Uh, for this family and they're waiting for assistance. Finally, you know, a a very, very loyal uh, funeral home uh, was able to come and assist them. And, and you know, they were just phenomenal from top to bottom and how they cared for the family, not only emotionally and in some aspects physically, but just how they dealt with them in connection with, with such a trial. Now, little did the family know that, Great Granny had been affected with COVID-19 as well. Now, they took the precautions, wore their mask, uh, despite the, the, the grief and the challenges they, that they were having, and they tried their best to sanitize. So from Granny, it seems, and, and we can't be dogmatic about it. We're, they're not sure. It wasn't, it wasn't proven because it was just so early at the time. It could be very, very possible that the rest of the family contracted uh, the COVID-19 virus uh, from uh, the matriarch at that time. And so as they're dealing with their illness, uh, my friend, he, he gets uh, COVID-19 and uh, his mother gets COVID-19 and uh, his sister and, and so on and so forth, his, his two uncles, and, and, they're, and they're battling along with his, his grandmother, the daughter of the great-grandmother, and they're battling this ferocious and deadly, this, 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 the, the disease, they're, they're battling against it. And unfortunately it doesn't, it doesn't waver. COVID-19, I, I like to liken it to a beast that many people have had to wage war with it. It, it, it had to be fought against, but it didn't waver and it did wear on your person, not only physically for you, but emotionally for those around you who were helpless uh, to be able to help you. So the youngest uncle was taking care of his older brother and he promises him that he's going to go home and he's going to come back and check on him. And you'll find, and this is, this is what my friend was helping me to understand that when he went back to check, you know, my friend's uncle went to check on his brother. He found him deceased. So we can conclude uh, again, because they were not certain at the time because they were so backed up with the pandemic that COVID-19 was the cause of death. And that was something that was really, really difficult to swallow. Finding, uh, you know, your uncle essentially, because my friend, he got a phone call uh, from uh, his, his fiance at the time that your uncle is no longer here because COVID-19 is taking his life. And then he's dealing with COVID-19 while his fiance calls him. He's home in bed, fevers up and down. And so you'll never, ever, ever hear him utter the words 97.3 or 101. Those were the, the flickering numbers of the, of the fever that he was battling. And so that was, that was quite a challenge uh, for him. Now, at the same time, his grandmother, the daughter of the great uh, grandmother, uh, was being taken to the hospital to assist her with her fight against COVID-19. And so 
he started to feel better, my friend. And a couple of days later, uh, you know, he got engaged. He was very close to, uh, you, you know, proposing to to his, his, his girlfriend at the time. And uh, he got engaged. And that was a very nice time, uh, and very, very nice proposal. The way that he did it was just very unique. It was a very nice time uh, for all involved. And then a couple of days after he gets engaged, he gets sick again. COVID flares back up. So it's a lot worse than before. He has some aches some pains, and the fever is uncontrollable. So now he has to go into the hospital. They they took his vitals, they checked him, and they kept him in the hospital. His very first time uh, in the hospital, it was a unique experience for him. And he he really had a, a difficult time. He had a lot on his plate during this time of the pandemic. He couldn't have visitors. His fiance couldn't visit him. She couldn't bring him any supplies. They wasn't sure if COVID could be contracted through personal items and things of that nature. That was very, very rough for, for him and her trying to move forward with their married marital plans and then having to deal with these things, you know, as, as it were. So anyways, he gets out of the hospital five days later and, and you think, okay, the worst is behind us. So now at this point you have great granny, uh, she's passed away and uh, they had had her funeral, her services. And then now there's uncle who, who passed away. And so out of respect for granny, who was now in the hospital, um, his family had decided to just wait. They wanted to wait and see uh, what was going to, to happen uh, in connection with granny getting out of the hospital. Well, interestingly enough, the very thing, and, and if you know anything about um, being put on, as they call it, the machine, I'm just going to say it like the, quote, the machine, but I, I think it's, it's a respirator. And, and it's, a, it's just a, a device that's designed to help ones breathe who's, who may be having trouble in this area. And, you know, you, you can only love humans so much and they can only do so much. But uh, what happens is with this machine, nine times out of 10, the person who is on this machine is having some type of a trauma. And so in order for them to be able to uh, beat or cope with what they have going on, the machine is, is helping them in one way. It's supposed to help them in one way, but it's also ruining them in, in another way. It, it's just that 50-50 chance. And many persons who have come on uh, the respirator, they they don't make it off. And so unfortunately for my friend, his grandmother did not make it off of this respirator. And that was another devastating blow. So now you have three relatives who have been blanketed by COVID-19. It, it was just a horrendous experience. I, and just to be able to have the courage and the strength to share this story with you guys, that is, it, it takes a great deal of strength and a lot of emotions um, in connection with this experience, because this was just a unique experience. Now there were many people you know, we can't, we can't take away uh, what so many other persons went through. So many other persons. There were kids during the pandemic who lost parents. There were parents who lost kids. There were families who were swallowed whole. So we can't be unsympathetic uh, to what so many millions of persons went through and, and our hearts go out. We really, really appreciate just, you know, those out there who uh, have been affected by this and, and just are, are trying their best to keep going on to just find their way day after day, because it's not easy. It's not easy uh, trying to find your way. Now, this friend of mine, you would think that all of his troubles are gone and that uh, he is going to have just a nice, carefree experience. He has three at this point, great granny, a grandmother, and now uncle. His uncle has, has passed away. And I'm just, I'm hearing this, and I'm just in complete and utter shock. But what's interesting, to just add on to that, 
uh, because this was his mom's immediate family. So her family is being swallowed by COVID-19. She is literally losing her family due to COVID-19. And that is just something that was very difficult uh, for him to try to help her to meet the challenge. Now he, my friend, (laughs) he has this younger brother and his younger brother, hilarious guy. I mean, very funny. Uh, he has a, uh, a four-year-old son, uh, at this point and also has a daughter. Uh, she's uh, about two years old or two years old. And you know, his little brother always, just a funny, humorous guy. Um, lots of emotion in him. You know, I always try to be tough, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or tries to be tough, but the reality is, you know, he's just, the, he's just a cool guy. If you really get to know him and you were to see him, then yeah, he's a cool guy, you know, but you don't want to get on his bad side. So that was, um, that, that was, you know, that, that was my experience, uh, with, you know, my friend's younger brother. He He's just, he's a unique guy, right? He's just unique all the way around. But anyways, a month after my friend lost his grandmother, uh, his younger brother went out. He had arrangements to visit uh, the mother of his daughter. And while he was walking to his car, another vehicle speeds by, shoots into the night sky, into the darkest of night. And those stray bullets, that, that little difference floating in the air, that small aspect that could change one's life in an instant, struck him hit some major organs within himself. And at that point it became a race to the finish for my friend's uh, little brother. He was rushed to the hospital that night, but unfortunately uh, he fell asleep in death a month later. During the pandemic, people have went through so much. Part of this podcast is is, is there are comedies and, and there are, times in which we can express ourselves and we can laugh and we can be silly and crazy. But there are also times when you just need to sit back and realize that comedy is a true means of comfort. Comedy acknowledges that we understand and we know what's right, that we know that people need a laugh today, that we know people need something just to keep them going day by day because it's not easy. It's not easy to stand up and say, I want to try again. It's not easy. It's not easy for you. It's not easy for him. It's not easy for that coworker that you may not like. And so that was something, a crossroad that my friend had to find himself in. But we'll get back to uh, to my friend a little bit later. Uh, we still keep in contact if you're wondering. So me personally, I love uh where I live currently. Uh, We are holding it down from the RED podcast uh, in New Jersey. It is the, uh, one of the unique podcasts. There are two that I'm going to mention to you guys that you have to follow. One is the garden state. I love their colors. That green is just nice and beautiful. The white hoodies. And every time I try to go get something, they're sold out. So if you happen to get something from the Garden State, please let me know. And then that would be a really big help and assistance for me and my wife, because we definitely want to wear their merchandise. The other podcast is Greetings from the Garden State, and they are just unique. They are smooth. They have swag. They're cool. And they really, really are good at what they do. These two podcasters are are both from the Garden State as well as myself and just love, love what they're doing. So hopefully uh, in the next uh, couple of episodes, we can have them come into the studio and then be able to sit with us or just, you know, tie in with us. And and it would just be so nice to have that interchange uh, with them because they really work hard and they really do their best to give you a nice, wholesome platform. So you can catch them on Spotify as well. And also on YouTube, 
and I believe they're on Instagram, both podcasters. But anyways, uh, so that's, you know, that that's where I'm at currently. I mean, New Jersey, is it expensive? Absolutely. But there are going to be pros and cons no matter where you live. My objective is to try to weather the storm either way. If you're going to be an expensive a place, then be expensive. I can work. I can work with that. You know, you can always save some extra money. You can you can always try to be able to, you know, handle some business, you know, in an effective way because there's always going to be pros and cons. Like some people will say, "Oh, I love Florida because the cost of living is cheap." Right, but there's also tornadoes and hurricanes running around at wildly at bay without anybody to reel them in, and they're tearing up things. So one of my friends, he likes to tease me. He lives down there, and he says, well, would you rather be in a snow state or a warm state? And I said, you know, that's a good point. Uh, being in a snow state is a challenge, but you can always shovel your way out of snow. You cannot shovel your way out of water, especially if it's taking your car out to sea. So, you know, in some aspects, we agree to disagree. But me personally, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So right now, New Jersey, I guess, isn't isn't broke enough for us. So that's why we're still just chilling out, you know, here from time to time. But um, but yeah, I uh, I have an extensive background in, in performing arts, musical theater. And if you've been on TikTok lately, uh, you've seen uh, me in, in my performance and so just to give you guys some information on that, so you're not totally flabbergasted, that musical that I starred in, I was 18 years old. The year was 2010, and the title of the musical, get your pens and paper, The Hot Mikado. It's play script or screen, screenwrite or was based off of um, the original musical musical called The Mikado. And so The Hot Mikado is just a rendition of that musical, but more jazzified. There's more jazz in it, you know, for you guys who like the jazz fingers, you know, that's the purpose of the hot Mikado. And I'll never forget my theater teacher came to me and she says to me, she says, you know, Rashawn, there is this musical that I think you'd be perfect for. And I said, I'm not much of a singer, but at the same time, I, I, I'll audition, you know, and see what happens. And she says to me, I'll never forget her words. And this is really important for all of the influencers out there and all the TikTokers and the TikTokers. She says to me, Rashawn, you can teach anybody to sing a song, but you cannot teach everybody to act. And I said, wow, that's, that's pretty deep because it's so true. Like you can't teach everybody to act. Acting is a natural gift. It's a gift from God. Let's just, let's just be realistic. Acting is a gift from God. And so when people try to put videos up and pretend that they're acting, and, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really a gift. Acting is a gift. And so I'm going to give you guys just a little brief crash course and what makes it a gift. It takes a certain mind. Acting requires a certain type of thinking ability. You can't just you know, say some lines, right? And then you're acting or you say some words and then you're just acting. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. I'll give you an example. Some people think that simply waving your hands in the air in a certain motion is sign language. That's not sign language. That's just nonsense. Pure nonsense. Sign language, like any other language, requires grammar. You cannot sign without knowing the grammar. So it's the same thing with theater. Theater requires that you have the grammar, the grammar. What is the grammar of theater? Well, it is character development, settings, context. That is your grammar of theater. Who, what, when, where, why, how? Where am I going? Where is the character going? What is the character like? How would I play the character? What 
does the story call for? So just imagine you're going to play a specific role uh, in theater and you're trying to put together a character. Let's give you something easy. Say you're playing a person that's a real life character. Say you're playing someone like Langston Hughes or you're playing someone uh, like, uh, let's see, a football coach or a basketball coach. You need to be able to get inside their mind and imitate them. Acting is studying, watching the person, responding how that person responds, getting in their head a little bit, stepping out of your own, getting out of your own head, and then stepping into imagination. So it's all about being able to step aside from yourself and step into who someone else is. And people who are shy or timid or think a lot about what other people want or expect of them, they tend to be terrible actors because to even today, you know, when I watch like Disney channel and I still do, you know, I I love Disney. I'm not going to lie, but the, the kid productions today are just not good. The kids today, theater wise and acting wise, they don't have talent. Like they get up there and they'll have the script. Hi, my name is Sally. What are you doing today? Cool. That's so cool. Didn't you do that last week? Wow. That's really funny, Jake. No, that's not. You can't take a kid and tell them to read something and then it becomes acting. There has to be emotion. Like you, you cannot, you can't do it that way. There has to be emotion. Okay. So for example, that same line can be delivered. Hey, Jake, what's going on? What are you doing today? Why are you doing that? There has to be some emotion behind it. You know, it's very monotone. Even when they hit the punchlines, they're very, you know, oh yeah, didn't you forget to do your homework last week? You know, if mom catches you, she's going to beat you like a treat, like a cheap drum. No, that's, that was disgusting. (laughs) You know, you're, when you think about good acting, you think about those actors, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. They had it for Disney Channel. Ricky Ullman, Allison Mashock, A Phil of the Future. They had it. The, the two other actors from The Sweet Life of Zach and Goldie, of course. They had it. These people, they had it. Disney Channel looked for a person. Raven Simone, so good that they brought her back. Why? Because she has it. It's about getting in the emotion of the character. It's about doing above and beyond, even down to Casey Undercover with Zendaya. Great, great show. She has it. So I say that to say this in in, in aspect. Musical theater compelled or compiled with actual theater is an art. It's a gift. It's not something that you can fake. So I went to a performing arts high school. I loved every minute of it. But I realized that theater would take a little bit too much of my time. So I decided to retire, quote, quote, from the theater, as it were, and didn't look back for a little bit. And I'm still not looking back. Right now, I'm looking forward right at you guys on this awesome podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the videos on YouTube. But anyways, a friend of mine mentioned, hey, you know, Rashawn, why don't you do a podcast? I'm like, what is a podcast? And I'd seen it for a while, but it just... It never really interested me. But then as I started to think about the moment and the memories and the exciting adventures I was having in life, I said, the world has to know about this because people say that I'm hilarious, but I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just being myself. Like, I'm just telling you guys the the truth, the facts. You know what I mean? Like, for example, when I was working in retail, customer comes in, heavyset guy, and I have nothing against heavyset guys. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? But he comes in the store and he wants to wear a slim fit shirt size 18. And I'm watching him squeeze into this shirt like it's a girdle. And I say to him, sir, stop in the name of fabric. You cannot squeeze into that slim fit shirt. And he's like, oh, well, why not? I used to. I said, sir, the key word is used to. But I am not going to watch you sit here and have an aneurysm on my watch. Well, he got frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, he got frustrated, and then he uh, he left the store. He ended up leaving the store, and uh, I, I felt kind of bad. 
But I did save a shirt from being destroyed. That's what I did. That's that. That was my job as a retailer. That's what I was supposed to do. So, uh, y- you know, it, it it did work out. I mean, not for him, but it definitely worked out for me. So after the guy left uh, the store, whatever the case is, you know, I laughed about it a little bit. But I was just happy that he got the point. He got the point that everything is not for everybody. And that's something that I'm learning myself in life. Everything is not for everybody. But I, I, I've i seen things, you know. I've seen people try to do crazy things. And so that's where the podcast comes from. That's where the reality of it all comes from. And so it was, it was interesting. It, it was interesting working retail for a little bit. But I had to move on to something else. So after that, I started making glasses at LensCrafters, and that was a little fun. But then, you know, corporate companies, they're cheap. So, you know, hours get cut, and, and then you move on. So I went through a few uh, other challenges, you know, trying to find different jobs and, and things like that. But um, in reality, though, I'm glad that I, I, I learned certain aspects because now I have this experience to share with you guys here on this network, this platform. And I'm so grateful for Anchor, for Riverside, for just giving me a voice and a space to be heard, to be able to share my, my experiences with you guys. Now, earlier uh, we mentioned uh, that many of you guys were affected by COVID-19. And we know that there are many other things that people are affected by hurricanes, um, tornadoes, windstorms. I mean, you name it. The, the list can go on and on and on and on and on. But going back to that friend, um, because I did want to talk about him, you know, again, this friend, um, he, he currently right now is doing very well. Um, he, uh, has a podcast and uh, a lot of people are responding to it. And so he, um, he's very content with that and he continues to take it one day at a time. So if you guys have lost someone or are coping with any other challenges, you know, take it one day at a time. That's the first start and try to really analyze what's going on in your mind, your heart, your emotions. And then, you know, little by little, you'll start to see that sun come out during those dark days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that That is going to, to make a world of difference if you try to pace yourself and, and get through it. But if you try to grab everything at one time, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. But going back to uh, to him yet again, um, he had made mention that, uh, you know, he lost his, his younger brother. And uh, that's what this podcast uh, is dedicated to. Um, we talked about COVID-19 and, and, and learning about me, myself. And COVID-19 uh, was a tremendous effect in me knowing myself. Because you can't really fully get to know yourself until you're tested. Your very essence is tested. For example, your personality. Your personality is your traits, your qualities, your likes and dislikes. But who you are is tested and refined by by the things that you go through. So how do you know if you're patient if you've never been in a situation that calls for patience? How do you know if you're someone who is nice or loving if you've never been in that situation to be nice or loving? So COVID-19 was the situation for me to really know who I was. And so I'm here to tell you today, right here, Uh, in the RAD studio right here on the everyday podcast for the everyday people who go through the everyday trials that that friend that I mentioned, that very close friend is me. That was my unique experience during the pandemic. And and yes, uh, losing a younger brother uh, is is a very difficult pain. And so this podcast is dedicated uh, to my younger brother. Uh, His birthday is October 29th. 1995 and he would have been 27 years old if he didn't meet an uh, an untimely death and so uh, many people who who know me they'll say wow you have this positive energy you know all of the things that you and your family went through during that time what was it and in reality in essence the word is hope You, you have to hope that one day things will get better you have to hope that 
everything that you did with that person, it meant something. You have to treasure the moments that you had with the person. You see, my brother was the kind of person who had a drive and determination. And when he wanted to do something, he was going to do it. You know, my mom likes to tell this story of when he learned to ride a bike. And guys, it is the most hilarious thing. He gets on his bike and he's pedaling as fast as he can, fast as he can, as fast as he can. He runs, and I kid you not, he runs face first into a brick wall and just flies off the bike. I'm telling you, it was like Tom Cruise, Ghost Protocol times James Bond, Spectre. Like, it was some, I don't even know how he, I don't even know what the situation was. But you would think at the time he had to be at least, I want to say, six or seven he he was a small guy i at the time and you would think because if it was me I, i'm not gonna lie at that time in my life i was a little bit on the soft side so i definitely i'm done with the bike you know i'm in the house slamming doors crying it up you know don't want scratches and bruises on me i used to hate getting scratches and bruises on me but i would have been done with it he picks up the bike He's limping you know little ash on his face little scraped up knee little blood on his elbow he gets back on that bike and he, he rides it again a second time. That was the kind of person that my brother was. You know, my brother, uh, he was unique in many aspects. He's the only person I know that can literally make a fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then put syrup on it. I'm, I wouldn't eat that. I would not eat that. But he enjoyed cooking for his family. That's what he specialized in that that was his specialty you know i'm not saying that he was a gordon ramsay okay but it was definitely definitely a, a kitchen nightmare when, when any anytime he had a pot a pan a spatula and, and fire underneath it but he had he had drive uh he had drive and uh he was definitely uh well loved and cared about uh he went through uh, a lot of challenges in life and to see him try his best to rise above those challenges was unique as an older brother those other older brothers listening you're never too old to learn something from your sibling no matter what the age difference no matter what the gap you are never too old to learn something about your sibling or from your sibling because you can learn from anybody you can learn from anybody. And the more open-minded you are, the better it will be. I personally uh, love, loved uh, the person my brother was. Now, don't get me wrong. We had our fights. Lord have mercy. He would get on my nerves sometimes as, as younger brothers uh, do. But I'll tell you this. Not a day goes by that I don't wish he was here to get on my nerves again. That I could be able to to tell him how things went, you know, after he passed away. And being here with you guys in the studio, I really hope this podcast reach, you know, some more audience that can be able to express themselves. Don't feel like when these things happen, you have to go through it by yourself. I have a great support team, a great family, uh, of a great wife. And so these people here coupled with, you know, me going on each day, that makes a difference. That makes a difference. And the more you continue to try and you strive to do your best, the better it gets, the better it gets. So this podcast, this podcast was all about not giving up. Try your best, try your best as much as you can to keep going, to take it one day at a time and to not to give up hope. Things do get better. Things do get better. Some days are better than others. I, I do have to admit that there are going to be those days where the gauntlet is up and then some days where it's down. But if you continue to strive to do your best and you continue to push through, it doesn't matter 
what the scoreboard says. It does not matter because at the end of the day, you know, you're going to be a winner. You know, that it's going to get better. You know, that you're going to cultivate that endurance, that hope, that progress and that desire to fight. It's in each and every one of us guys. We love you here on the RED platform. That's the reason we're here every week. We're not worried about the followers. We're not worried about the counts. We're not worried about going viral. We're worried about becoming real. And if this podcast can reach a few real people each and every week, then I'm content. That means as a host, I've done my job. Guys, continue to log in. It gets funnier and funnier. But today, we just had to keep it real. We had to step back and acknowledge all those out there who lost someone, all those out there who may feel like they're lost or alone, you're not alone. Keep streaming it. Tune in every week. Get that encouragement that you need. Keep moving forward because that's all we can do. Guys, it's been another phenomenal episode on the RED platform. Learn, listen, and love what you hear. That's what we're here for. Remember, hit that subscribe button. It's going on YouTube. Hit that like button. It's on Spotify. Rate five stars. It's on Apple. And don't forget to give a large round of applause to Anchor.fm because they make all of these things legit and possible. And now coming to you live with video, Riverside.fm, also used by Marvel Studios, which in my opinion lately, Marvel has been a little bit shady with their product. And their ratings have gotten to an all-time low. She-Hulk was not good. We'll talk about that in another podcast. But let me know what you guys think. On these videos, comment, like, subscribe, email, redpodcasting at gmail.com or redpodcasting at gmail.com. That's our contact. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for the show, feedback, whatever the case is. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man.